Once you live in the 716, Buffalo sports is ingrained in your soul. No matter where you are, we always remember the roots that helped us grow. Don't let where you live or the people around you stop you from showing your Buffalo pride. Join us Buffalonians as we talk all things sports in the 716 on the Buffalo Loyal Podcast. Circles the way, like the Buffalo Bills. I'm your host, Nick English, alongside my co-host, Andrew Ogwich. No matter where we are, no matter the heartbreak, we will always remain Buffalo loyal. This is the Buffalo Loyal Podcast. Coming to you live Tuesday night following the Sabres' 6-2 loss to the New Jersey Devils. Um, officially eliminating them from playoff contention for the 12th consecutive year. Um, no episode uh, last week. We kind of wanted to see how the Sabres playoff run would go as they kept stacking win after win. So we're actually going to be doing another episode um, on Thursday just to talk about the bills and whatnot. But this shows just we're going to recap the Sabres uh, season here. Um, and before I let Andrew kind of go away with his first thoughts, I do want to uh, shout out. Uh, Chloe Wichtonic, if you don't know who she is, she's a great Sabres follow on Twitter. Uh, she's pretty much known for being the girl that Kevin Adams first goes to the house during COVID and gives the jersey with the season tickets. And the tweet that she sent out, I think, perfectly uh, defines uh, the Sabres season. Um, so I'm going to read it, and then, Andrew, you can kind of go from there. Uh, this Sabres team didn't end the drought, but they ended the suffering. And I think that kind of capsulates this team. Um, the score reads 6-2. to two. Um, Really, it was about a 4-2 game. Last couple goals were empty nets, and uh, they, they fucking fought to the better end. You know, tip of the cap to the team. No reason to hang their heads. You know, 40 wins for the first time in a decade. Um, and, you know, some better goaltending few more injury breaks and a couple games going your way here and there. Um, and maybe getting Devin Levi a few games sooner and you're, you're right in the thing. So uh, Andrew, just thoughts on the, uh, the game tonight ending the, what seemed like a magical run. They really, you know, winning seven of their last 10 games, really putting it all together. Um, obviously they lose the big one last week to Florida, which was kind of the, what made it really tough for them. But um fighting to the bitter end tonight, to say the least. Yeah, absolutely. And, and right, they gave you something to be proud of. Um, I mean, it's, you know, the most wins in, in 12 years, right? Um, this was the most Sabres hockey I've watched in quite some time. Uh, it's been nice, right? Like, how many of you out there felt like a legitimate Sabres fan again, a legitimate hockey fan again? Um, because of what this team did this year. And yeah, look, you can be frustrated and disappointed with how the season ended. We all are, right? I mean, to the no moral victories crowd out there, sure. Yes, they fell short of the goal, right? They're not going to win the championship this year. They're not going to end the drought this year. Um, But they're pretty damn close. They look really well. It is a very young team. There's a couple pieces they need, a couple things they have to clean up, they have to work on. and, you know, maybe they're not fighting for their life down the stretch and, you know, they're uh, 
at the top of the mountain looking down on other teams here shortly. But um, the good news is this is game 80 and they're getting eliminated, right? Instead of game eight or game 18 or game 60, like we're used to it in the past 12 years. This team is very good. Devin Levi is an absolute monster. My goodness, is he fun to watch. I went to the game on Saturday in Buffalo. And it just, he's so much fun to watch while he's playing, during timeouts, all the different, you know, rituals he has and little weird goalie things that he does. It's just, he's fun to watch. It's cool to have a guy like that in net again that, you know, you can feel pretty confident in, hey, we've got Levi in the net. We're going to be okay, uh, right? He lifts that team up, a, a defense that struggled at times this year, right? He kind of bows them out a lot. He's, you know, potentially a Josh Allen of the Sabres, bows out the, the you know, not so good parts of this team and and keeps them alive in games. And like you said, Nick, this, this run towards the end was incredible. Some just unbelievable hockey was played the last you know 10 games eight games you know the stretch that they've gone on it's just awesome the, the teams they've beaten the teams they've you know stuck around with um multiple guys were scoring it was exciting um they were never out of things they just had that drive um and they wanted it but you know what it came down to they just ran out of gas right it, uh, second game of back-to-back a busy week prior, busy weekend. Guys are banged up. You can tell Tage is just in pain, right? He is hurting uh, with all the lingering issue, you know, injuries and issues that he's dealing with. Guys are just at the end of it. Um, it's tough. It, it happens. Um, there's a reason, you know, they say the Stanley Cup is the hardest trophy to win in sports. It's a grueling season. Um a lot happens, but this team is on the right path. I think there's a lot to be hopeful for, and you know, um, a lot to be optimistic about. We rode the roller coaster all season, um, and uh, it was a pretty fun ride. Um, I would get back in line uh, to ride this roller coaster again, right? A couple things go differently, right? They don't have that huge slide in November, and maybe we're having a different conversation, but it happened. They'll learn from it. I the biggest part of this season is I think they put together enough of a show, enough of an argument to warrant some veteran guys to maybe look at Buffalo, right? It's been a while since free agents or trades have really come, you know, been an option for the Sabres to add legitimate talent. I think this team has done enough this year to warrant, some guys out there looking for a new home, looking for a restart, um, a fresh start. I think they uh, take a look at Buffalo in this offseason, right? Why not? They're a couple veteran pieces away. I've been saying that all season. I think that was very evident towards the end of uh, of the season, towards this rush. They needed a couple of those key pieces, um, and they're right there. They're back in the swing of things, so... Um, I loved what I saw this season. I loved what I saw, you know, this last month and a half, this team really came together, fought for each other, fought for the fans, fought for the city, um, and put on a hell of a show. So caps off to the Buffalo Sabres for what they were able to do this season. Two games left, um, you know, Thursday night, 
is uh fan appreciation. Then they got one, you know, the, the finale of the season and, and then uh, they get a well-deserved break in the off season. Of course you want to keep watching them play. I don't want to stop watching them, but uh, it happens, right? It's uh, that's how the cookie crumbles, but they'll be back. It's uh, very encouraging what we saw from the Sabres. Yeah. I think what this team did was, pretty much set the expectation that next year it's it is playoffs or bust like this team yeah where you're at you know going that eight game skid as you mentioned andrew um losing tuck and thompson for a little bit you know with some games you know not getting the consistent goaltending you need um you know devin levi it's not going to be spending any time in rochester that's pretty evident um but they still do need to bring in another goalie because as great as Levi's been, he has only played, you know, six games and or seven games, whatever it may be. Um, and you can't just expect him to play 70 games next year. You got to bring in another um, veteran goaltender. That's better than Comrie, better than UPL to play alongside him. Um, but, you know, as you mentioned, Andrew, the playing 80 games before you're eliminated by game 30, normally we're playing with the lottery machine, seeing how many times we have to spin it to get the number one overall pick and eventually get screwed out of McDavid again. But, um, you know, it's, uh, it was a fun season. You know, I had texted you this morning while I, like, I literally only been at work for an hour and I was already anxious and sweating about this game tonight. And it was like, you were like, you know, that don't you love that feeling? Like it's been so long, like the last few games sitting on your couch, you know, looking around the league, you know, seeing, some results go your way um, and then finding a way to win. Uh, that Rangers game was awesome. You know, and it wasn't even like these last weeks they've been beating up on these scrub teams. Like you're going into Madison Square Garden, beating the Rangers in a shootout where Owen Power hits a shootout goal. And then, you know, you know, you're down, you missed your first three and here comes the best shootout guy you know, in the league right now, and Artemi Panarin in his career comes down, Levi makes the stop, and he keeps fighting, keeps fighting, and, he, you know, you keep beating these teams. Um, Like, you you know, you were at the Carolina game. It's a team that's had our number for so long, and they fight back and win that game. You have guys like Darlene and Power playing 30 minutes a night these last few games, and, you know, playing a back-to-back against the Rangers at MSG and then coming and getting a fresh young, fast, hungry New Jersey team who is also fighting to try to get the number one spot in their divisions, not an easy task. Mm-hmm. And they they fought, I mean, you know, they make it four to two and literally immediately after Quinn, Skinner, Cousins all have great chances to make it four to three with like five minutes left and really yeah. make it interesting. Like there was definitely no quit. Um, you know, obviously you can be disappointed, like we said, about not making it because you could definitely look back at the season and point at any number of games, whether it was, you know, a game against Columbus at home where you get absolutely blown out. Um, You can point to the Panthers game last week where, you know, they had a lot of chances and weren't able to convert and they lose that game. Um, You can point to literally any game during the eight game losing streak of, Hey, if you flip, you know, two of those results, you're in a great spot. Um, But they've set themselves up. Um, for a great offseason ahead. Kevin Adams is going to have his hands full. Um, I agree with what you said, Andrew, as far as it finally feels like maybe we can get 
a free agent or two in that's not coming in and just signing the vet minimum of like 900k Mm -hmm. to play for us um you know it's great to have all this young talent um but we're right there man you know it's i think what we saw these last few weeks is you have your core set you know tage thompson jeff skinner alex tuck um i've tweeted a gazillion times i've already mentioned before i was dead wrong about casey middlestat he's played his best hockey the last two months of the season and it really shows what he can do when he's not getting boat anchored by victor olsen or you know guys like that when he actually plays with some guys you know who are going to the net have some skill have some finesse um it's gonna afford you know don granado a lot of opportunity next year to play with the lines and really have a lot of different options i mean you already know the Skinner Tuck Thompson line works, but now you also know that middle stat in there works. And you know that Cousins with Thompson and Greenway works. You know Cousins with Paterka and Quinn works. You don't know if Matt Savoy and Yuri Kulich are going to be up here. There's a decent chance they will be um, based on the seasons they had. You know, Kulich lighting up the AHL, uh, Matt Savoy putting up over 100 points where he's at. Um, Really, it just comes down to defense and goaltending. That's really the two big parts where the Sabres fell short. Um, I'm really excited for what the development of this team is going to be. I mean, J.J. Paterka, Jack Quinn, Owen Power look like they're well on their way to becoming absolute threats for us next year. I mean, Owen Power is already looking like he is going to be a top five, seven defenseman in this league within the next couple of years. I mean, the things he's doing, you know, especially the last couple of weeks was extremely impressive. I don't think he's getting enough consideration for rookie of the year. Um, I think he should be in the top three in that conversation. Um, and, you know, next year you get a couple more guys in, you get a few more breaks with the health bug and, um, you know, things can be different. Look, Looking at what's around them in the division, who knows what's going on with Tampa. It looks like they've kind of fallen off the earth the last two weeks. They look like Toronto could maybe, you know, beat them. Boston obviously yep. is still awesome. But, I mean, Pittsburgh, Washington, these other teams that are very old and going for their last playoff pushes, um, you know, those are the teams you're going to be able to take advantage of. Even Florida, like, they're probably going to sneak in, but they have Sergei Bobrovsky, who they have $10 million owed to for the, you know, foreseeable future. You know, who says they don't take a step back next year? Who knows with Montreal? Who knows with Ottawa, Detroit? Um, they're they're in a great spot and uh, definitely sucks going out the way they did tonight. It would have, especially, I, I don't know what the score is right now, but I know Pittsburgh was losing to Chicago, which – Definitely would have made things uh, extremely interesting. You still would have needed a lot more help, but um, it definitely would have made for an interesting game. And actually, looking at it now, Chicago's down or up three to one. <laughs> um, so definitely gets a little bit more of a sting, but um, there still had to be work to be done. They would have had to win their last two and also get a couple more losses in there. But um, yeah, it was a fun roller coaster ride. You know they fought to the bitter end and uh, definitely just have to tip your cap to the, for the effort. Cause we've seen so many other teams in the past where as soon as they're eliminated, they don't try, you know, they don't care, but um, you know, if you're a Buffalo fan and you're in town this week, Thursday night, go make sure you sell that arena out and 
show this team your support. Um, if healthy, I'm going to anticipate Craig Anderson starts. I don't know if you're going to see Levi again. Uh, I mean, Anderson probably is done after this year against Ottawa. It feels kind of fitting for him to probably get one more game in. And then, you know, Columbus, I really don't see the point of running Levi out there again, let UPL play that. And, you know, you already asked this kid to come in and basically carry you during a run. Um, you know, he just got out of college, let him sit back for a game, get UPL another game to see how he's responding. And, um, yeah, I mean, probably get Tage some rest, get some of these other guys some rest that, you know, have some nagging injuries. Uh, maybe Darlene gets a night off of one of the two games, another back-to-back. So we'll see what happens. Um, but I think we've pretty much uh, covered all of our bases here. Um disappointing end but uh what a ride it you know it's been this whole season any other uh any other thoughts i mean we'll obviously we'll uh, talk more and kind of probably the next few weeks and maybe talk about you know our mvps and stuff the most improved for mm-hmm. um the team itself but um you know with a few games less left we'll kind of see what happens and uh talk more about that but any more lasting thoughts now that they're officially eliminated no, not that I can think of. Uh, you know, next year I think they need to wear more of the goat head. I think that's uh, been pretty evident this year. Yeah, goat head, and maybe uh, next year the reverse retro. We'll uh, we'll get a slug going. <laughs> get the slug back out there. <laughs> Interesting take. <laughs> um, but yeah, lot lot to be proud of. I mean. The amount of guys with 30 goals, the development mm-hmm. of these young players, um, seeing Darlene and Power blossom on the defensive end and just getting a small, small glimpse of what Devin Levi can be is uh I mean, he is he is surreal. He was making some incredible saves again tonight. Um he really showed himself a well um in his stand and yeah, there's no shot that that guy sees Rochester. So, <laughs> sorry, sorry for all those in Rochester that were uh, hoping to maybe see some Devin Levi next year. You're gonna have to keep making that trek to Buffalo. Um, but you know that's pretty much gonna do it for today's episode. Pretty short and brief, but um, appreciate everyone for tuning in. As always, like I said, we're gonna be posting another one later in the week on Thursday. Uh, we're gonna talk some more bills. We're gonna do mock draft. And we'll talk about some bandit stuff as well. Ugh. <laughs> I know Andrew's super amped to talk about them as they uh haven't been the the greatest the last couple weeks, um but we'll uh, we'll talk about that on Thursday. But uh, we appreciate the support as always. Give us a follow. I'm on our Instagram and Twitter. Um, it's in the link tree. Um, in the Spotify and Apple Music description. Um, so give us a follow there. Greatly appreciate it. Um, but yeah, make sure you go Thursday if you can. Uh, show them some support and uh. Go Sabres. You know, it's going to be better days are ahead. Better days are ahead. <laughs> no pun intended. But um, Go Bears. Go Bears. All right, everyone. Thank you for tuning in. This has been a Buffalo Oil Podcast, Buffalo's favorite sports channel. These guys are good. Scary good. What a connection. Allen and Diggs. No one circles the wagon like the Buffalo Bills.